Life Audio. Coming up on Encouragement for You, Missionary Authority Steve Saint talks about hearing from God and Chick-fil-A's Dan Cathy on balancing work and life. Welcome to the Encouragement for You podcast, brought to you by Encouragement Communications in association with the Salem Web Network and is part of the Life Audio Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. In just a moment, your host, Don Hawkins, will introduce today's episode. First, a word from our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. ever heard God's voice speaking to you audibly? That's a question many Christians have asked. An encouragement for you host Don Hawkins talks with Missions Authority Steve Saint about that question on our first segment. Steve Saint, I suspect I know how you'll answer this question, but let's jump right to the topic. Does God still speak to us today? Uh, the answer is yes. Okay. But it's also one of the most commonly used excuses for people having their own way, hmm. saying, God told me to. Oh, so there is, there, there is a qualifier, and uh, you're suggesting that not everything that is attributed to the voice of God is always the voice of God. Sometimes it's the voice of our own will. So I think, Don, the uh, challenge is, how do we know ourselves when God is speaking to us? How do we get God to speak to us? And I think another part of that is, when somebody tells us, God told me to do this, usually we have to go silent, because how can I, how can I tell you, Don, whether God's told you to do what you told me that God told you to do? Yeah. But I think there's uh, I think there's challenge times when we need to challenge that too. So yeah, and I think Steve, uh, part of that challenge sometimes comes down to if somebody tells me God told me to do so and so, and it's contrary to the Word of God. I'll give you for instance. Let me just uh, throw an illustration on the table. I was pastoring a church a number of years ago. A lady came to me. She said, my husband, I've come to realize, is not the spiritual leader that he should be. And I've been praying about it, and God has told me uh, to divorce him and to marry our minister of music because he's a godly man and he'll be a godly father to my children and yada, yada, yada. Uh, Now, you're the pastor, Steve. Put yourself in my shoes. What do you say? (laughs) 
You know what, Don? I had I I was going to use an almost an exactly uh, <laughs> similar illustration. I was yeah. down in a little town in Florida, and uh, pastor had called me in. I was in the Lime Rock mining business. They wanted some Lime Rock for their uh, parking lot, and I was just talking with the pastor, and I asked him a few questions, and boom, out pops this statement. He said, um, actually, um, I divorced my wife because God told me that she was holding me back in my ministry. Hmm. And you know what? I just thought, there comes a time when you have to call a spade a spade, and yes, I just sir. said, sir, I don't believe that that was God, because God wouldn't tell you to do something that he hates. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Bible tells us that he hates divorce. Mm-hmm. And I, first time, <laughs> I, I just walked out on him. I do think, uh, Steve, that you've made a very important point, uh, that uh, when somebody tells us God told me, uh, for example, God told me to embezzle funds so that I could give more money to missions, or God told me, um, as in the case of this guy, uh, divorce your wife because she's going to hold you back in ministry. Uh, you know, that's uh, poppycock is, is, a, is a word that could be used for that. You know, there's, uh, it's frequent that when um, there's a serial killing, somebody goes out and kills a number of people, that they're hearing voices, and very often they think it's God. I had an unusual situation. Um, oh, I think it was a, I was talking to a man uh, after church in Wendy's restaurant, and he said, uh, you know, my wife has been had some really severe problems. He said uh, she was on medication, but she started hearing voices. And uh, he said, one day she told me that these voices that she had assumed was God trying to speak to her, told her that she should kill him in his sleep. Mm. And he said, fortunately, she told me about it. And I said, boy, what what happened? He said, well, we went down to, um, I think it was Haiti, on a missions Mm. trip. And while she was down there, she said that God told her to quit taking her medication and I'm thinking, wow, this is really getting pretty... Uh, and this is the husband telling me that she thought God was telling her to kill her husband, yeah. but she didn't listen to the voices. Then she goes, they go down to Haiti on a missions trip, and she thinks she hears God saying, don't take your medication anymore, I'm going to heal you. And I said, so what did she do? And she, he said, she quit taking this medication, and she's never had any problems since. And I thought, ooh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, time to discern. You know, C.S. Lewis had an interesting thing. He said, um, sometimes when you think you're hearing God's voice, it's God's voice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you he- think you hear God's voice, it might be the half-baked potato you ate for dinner. Yeah. So you need to be careful to discern what God's, when God is speaking to you and what he's saying. And um, I think that's that's the real basis of this conversation is, okay, how do you know when God is speaking to you, and how do you know when it's something um, 
something other than God's voice. Yeah, and I think this is such an important area for discernment. And, and uh, in the illustration you shared about the medication, Steve, uh, Dr. Frank Minrith and I have talked about this uh, a number of times uh, because uh, we have both known of instances where God has uh, uh, led somebody, directed somebody to get off medication. We've also known of instances where people have gotten off their medication with devastating results and, yep. and put themselves and others in jeopardy. And I think one thing we can be sure of, again, uh, God never tells anybody to take another human being's life, whether it's their own life or the life of somebody else. God God is pro-life, just to put it very straightforwardly. God is always in favor of life. And, and there comes a time when God gets ready to call us home. But God never says to me, okay, you, you go take somebody else's life. And, and there's some people who, in the name of God, have gone out and, and carried out uh, even in the name of religion, uh, killings of other people. Sometimes people have felt like uh, they were supposed to take their own lives, and uh, and always in those cases we can be sure that God is is not in favor of that. Uh, Steve, you have shared with us, uh, number one, that we need to read and understand God's Word, and God never speaks to us in violation of Scripture. He never tells us to do what Scripture forbids or tells us to not do what Scripture commands. And the second thing you've told us, one of my favorites, comes from Proverbs eleven fourteen and some other passages. In the multitude of counselors, there's both wisdom and safety. What's the uh, what's the third? The third one that I would recommend, Don, is that we we pray and ask God to confirm to us whether it's through wise counsel or through showing us or bringing to mind scriptures that would show us, yep, that's consistent or that's inconsistent. I think. I think that it is appropriate. My own experience has been that uh, in a number of times God has honored when in in desperation, I just don't know, I don't have the wisdom, I, I really, really, really feel that I need God to show me specifically, mm. and I yeah. pray and ask him, sometimes quickly, sometimes only after days of asking him, but he has, in rare occasions... God has given me a sense that of confidence this is what God wants me to do. Um, now, I have learned that I always go and ask Jenny, say, Jenny, hmm. man, I've been praying for this, and I just feel sure this is what we're supposed to do, but I want you to confirm that. And um, now we've gotten to the point where we, we pray together hmm. and we pray separately about it and ask God to show us both, and then we confirm it together. And it can be as as simple sometimes as I feel prompted or Jenny feels prompted, we ought to give financially to this. And then what we'll do in this uh, testing, but I'm telling you, it it happens with uncanny frequency. I'll say, Jenny, do you think we ought to give to this need? And Jenny will say, I do. Do you? And I say, yes, I do. And then we both put down the amount that we should that we should give with no discussion at all. And it's amazing how often. Now, if we both think that we should give and the amounts that we come up with are different, then we'll discuss it. But very often we'll find, I mean, with with no basis, nothing. I mean, people are asking, you know, we need 10 of you to give $500, th- those kind of things. Nothing like that. We come up with the same amount. So I think that God does speak to us. And I know that this is one of the desires that, that people, even those who don't have a personal relationship with God, oftentimes find themselves in situations where they cry out, Oh, God, 
you know, save me, but also, oh, God, show me. What do I do here? What do I do here? I have to make up my mind. Do I marry this guy or this woman or don't I? Do I take this job or don't I? Do I go to this foreign country? Um, I think everybody comes to the place, especially if they're trying to follow God, where we just desperately want God. God, would you just write it on the wall for me? A lot of times God, I think God's answer is just, listen, I've given you principles in my word. I've given you direction before. I just want you to stay inside the fences. We'll be back with more after a brief word from our sponsors. And don't forget to listen for Dawn's live weekend talk show, Encouragement Live, heard Saturdays at 7.05 p.m. Central Time on American Family Radio and other radio stations around the country, as well as on the worshipchannel.org. Life today is extremely stressful for many of us, and the key is discovering how to balance our work and the rest of our lives. From his many years of experience as CEO of Chick-fil-A, Dan Cathy talks with host Don Hawkins about how to achieve a work-life balance. John is listening up in Lexington, Virginia, over AFR, and John, I believe you have a little military background as well. I graduated from uh, the Virginia Military Institute in 1985, and I've been a 23-year uh, officer in the National Guard. And uh, my alma mater called me back to work there, and I work in the Alumni Association, um, recruiting young people for um, uh, to consider VMI as their college of choice and um, have a couple of part-time jobs there as well, one in just a research lab and the other just doing some barrack supervision. So just found myself now with one of the busiest schedules I've ever had uh, professionally, and then uh, I'll be ordained as a deacon in my church this weekend. And uh, mm, congratulations, very experience. And uh, with two small boys at home, one three and one seven, I just feel a, a bit overwhelmed. And uh, but just really want to be used of God, and, and uh, but, but struggling a little bit with the busyness of my schedule. Oh, I'm so glad you called us, John. It's great to have you on the air. Congratulations on being ordained as a deacon. Uh, Dan, I know you joined me in that word of congratulation, and you probably have some words of advice for John about balancing that busy schedule and the father responsibilities. Yeah, John, I tell you, a verse of Scripture that is uh, of late that's meant a lot to me that might be of interest to you is found in Galatians chapter 6. And um, this is what uh, Paul says. He says, uh, Let us not grow weary and raising uh, two little boys. Uh, it says here, <laughs> don't grow worried, you know, in, in becoming a deacon and all the responsibilities that you have there. But uh, don't grow weary in doing well good. For, for in proper time, you'll reap a, a harvest that uh, if you don't give up. I think what he's saying to us is, is if when we quit having the, the picture of the future that produces passion in you, when we lose sight, of uh, having these two, is it two boys, John, that you have, one and seven? It's two young boys, one uh, about three and a half, the other seven, and, and they are high energy, I can tell you. I got you. Well, you just picture these young men as men, mm-hmm. that men of valor, men of strength, men of statue, men of, of uh, tremendous spirit. You just keep that picture in mind, because I think when we lose the picture of God's, uh, you know, working in our lives and the goals in front of us, that's when we tend to get weary. Uh, another word I just is look for opportunities to get your proper rest. You know, one of the goals I've set for myself, John, for this year is to get eight hours sleep. When we get the proper rest, it helps 
delay, this tendency that we have sometimes to get weary in mm. doing good. So you may want to join me in setting that as a goal. I've had a goal to run marathons and different physical fitness goals, but my goal for 08 is to learn how. I don't have, I've only done it a couple of times so far this year, yeah. but to learn how to get eight hours of sleep. You'll be better as a father. You'll be better as a husband. And I think you'll even be more effective at work, John. You know, that, okay. that is great, great advice. And, and just uh, the area of balance that, that I'd like to add to that, uh, I think it's really critical, uh, John, that we get that balance. And, and I know Bill has some thoughts that he'd like to share with you as well. Bill, you've had to balance uh, parenting and, and a career in the Marines. So what would you share with John? Well, it's, uh, it's definitely a challenge. It, it's, it's easier said than done. And a rule that we've always had at our house uh, all the different moves, 12 moves in 21 years, and wow. uh, just a lot of different factors in life, the long work hours, a lot of responsibility, a new store opening like we have here. Uh, the saying we have in our house is you check the boots at the door. Mm. Yeah. And so uh, the work stays outside the door when you come in the home, and I know it's hard to do, especially when you feel all that pressure from work, but you have to walk through that door and uh, try to devote some of that time to those children. Yeah. Yeah, John, one of, the th- yeah, yeah. one of the things to remember, John, is that nobody ever came down to the end of their life and said, boy, I wish I'd spent more time at the office and less time with my kids. You know, one of my hopes, Don, on this eight hours is that I'm going to have more energy for Rhonda, my wife, yeah. of 34 years when I come home. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that's going to be one of the products of this because you know, rather than leaving all at Chick-fil-A or all at work, hopefully I'll have some extra energy in the, in the evening time to give her the kind of attentive attention that she deserves. Boy, that's a wise word for all of us as husbands and for wives who have careers as well. It's so easy to leave it all at the office and not have anything left when you come home. So keep Absolutely that in mind. Thank Amen. you, John. Great to hear from you. Thanks, Thank John. You guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And Faith is listening over Faith Radio, which I think is just great, down in Montgomery, Alabama, WLBF. Thank you for your call. You're on the air with Dan and Bill and Mary. Thank you. Uh, well, when I, I just got home, I'm in grad school, and when I heard you was, you was talking about work, I said, I have to call. <laughs> and I think it's so great because um, where I work, I work with veterans providing benefits to veterans, and I thought this is lining up just perfectly, just yes. how God would have it, it line up. And um, I, I, I feel renewed just listening to the scriptures you all have provided because what I do is a very high-pressure job. We have to, you know, get those claims out and, and, and make sure that our veterans are taken care of. And sometimes I can leave just feeling so overwhelmed, and then I have to come back to the place of, okay, God, am I in your will? And I heard you say that where you are right now is where God will have you be. And I'm so thankful because I look back at it, I'll see a widow that has lost her husband, and she just needs burial benefits. And I can, you know, call that widow and listen to her and to be able, you know, not to pray with her over the phone, but in my heart, Hmm. just listen to her. And I'm just so thankful just for the opportunity to, you know, to to tell you that. And, And one thing that's also very important is to eat a balanced breakfast. And I will kid you not, I do not eat breakfast. And last week I was driving and God said, stop into Chick-fil-A. <laughs> they have these little tiny chicken biscuits that are with this little honey bun on it. 
chicken minis. They're delicious. Yes. <laughs> Dan, I know you enjoy hearing that. Oh, that's great fun. You know, I'll tell you something else that uh, you know, we don't have it on our menu, uh, Faith, but, uh, you know, a little protein in the morning. I learned this at uh, Dr. Kenneth Cooper out of Dallas, Texas, says that all of us need to have some protein in the morning. And uh, I've started uh, eating more peanut butter. Mm. I love peanut butter. So you may want to – we don't have peanut butter at Chick-fil-A, but you, t- you can take your little jar – and put it on some of those chicken minis or Chick-fil-A biscuits <laughs> and good. have some fun with it. You know, I have uh, often have a peanut butter sandwich when I get home after doing Life Perspectives, Dan, and that's probably what I'll do this evening. I'll come in, and that's the first thing I'll do is make a peanut butter sandwich. And uh, it, it really is a great thing. As a diabetic, I have to eat about five times a day and, and eat rather mildly. Yeah. And, and so just uh, peanut butter is a tremendously nutritious Absolutely. You know, I that, haven't tried it yet. I need to do this, but uh, Jif peanut butter is my favorite brand of peanut butter. Yeah. And I need to bring some Jif peanut butter into Chick-fil-A and make a Chick-fil-A hand-spun milkshake mm-hmm. with peanut butter. Oh. I tell you, that would be wouldn't that be fantastic? That would be. Now, that's uh, those hand-spun milkshakes, uh, I sure enjoy the ones I have. The vanilla is my favorite. But uh, peanut butter would be a great flavor. And, and, Faith, you have underscored a couple of three things that are really important. One of them is eating breakfast, that a lot of us uh, neglect that. We don't do very well if we do. Uh, but you also uh, have shared a lot of encouraging things about how you encourage others at work. And, uh, Mary, I'd like to give you a chance just to respond to, to Faith and what she shared with us. I bet you have some words of encouragement for her. Well, you know, I, I listened to when she had said that she had heard when my husband had said, you know, we're, we're in God's will where we are right now. Um, what a peaceful feeling, you know, to know yeah. that you are in God's will. We uprooted our family. We were living in, you know, Opelika, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right there by Auburn, you right. know. Chick fil A gave us this opportunity. You know, they called one day and said, What do you think about Oklahoma? And I'm like, Well, he went to college there. Hmm. Well, it's right across from Tinker Air Force Base. And I laughed my head off. I said, We used to go grocery shopping, you know, to the commissary. We have not lost a single night's sleep over this decision hmm. because we prayed that the Lord would send us where He wanted us to be. You know, uprooted our family after four years. The longest time we've ever lived anywhere as a married couple, together with our family. Four years was a long time. And uprooted them and came here and have not lost sleep. That's peace. Mm. And knowing you're in God's will. And it is a wonderful feeling. Faith has such a great ministry to widows, and, and that's a very biblical thing for us. Faith, you've got to be God's at right at where he wants you to be. What a strategic place, as you were sharing with us, that you sometimes counsel with widows that are making uh, arrangements for their, uh, for their husbands. And I'd just like to pray for you that God's going to just continue to let your light shine. Could I lead us in prayer? Heavenly Father, thank you so much for having faith. Uh, right where you want her to be. I pray that you'd give her wisdom from on high as she counsels with the hurting, broken lives of, of young ladies, young moms perhaps even, that are dealing with the loss of a, of a, of a serviceman that has, has, uh, has died in service for our country. We pray that you just give her the words that your, your spirit will be mighty in her heart and in her life as she counsels with, uh, with these moms and these, these loved ones who are who are just devastated, their lives are just shattered from what has happened. Give peace, give comfort, give her the ability to know great verses of Scripture that she can call upon from your word to bless the hearts and give courage 
and encouragement to these these young ladies. We pray this, that you might be honored in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Encouragement for You with Don Hawkins, host of Encouragement Live Radio and author of over 25 books, including Never Give Up and Master Discipleship Today. You can find more about Don and his books at encouragementlive.org. Encouragement for You is a production of Encouragement Communications with the Salem Web Network and lifeaudio.com. Editing by Phil Gebers, production by Elizabeth Andrade. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. Let me take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on Encouragement for You. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Stay encouraged and join us next time for Encouragement for You. This is Chris Christensen, and back in 2006, I started a simple project. A project to try and introduce more people to the Bible through Bible study called the Bible Study Podcast. It's a simple name and a simple idea. Each week, every week, we study one chapter of the Bible, talk about what it says, and what that might mean for us today. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for the Bible Study Podcast on your favorite podcast app.